Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And we are continuing our journey throughout Genesis. Today, we're going to zoom in just a little bit on Isaac, Abraham's son. Um, and you know how we mentioned in like a previous episode that uh, Genesis has a lot of themes that just constantly keep repeating themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's trying to like get some things into our head here. We're just going to read Genesis 26, 1 through 5. I want you to pause me every time you hear a theme that's being repeated. So, now, there was a famine in the land, besides the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. Famine. That one called its own self out. Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, and Isaac went to Gerar to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. The person. Abimelech. He's come up before. Yep. Yeah. That's the guy who... Uh, he tricked with the, the wife. Yeah, his, wife. Abraham's sister wife. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's just my sister, not my wife. And this actually, if we continue in Genesis 26, the same exact story. We mentioned it in that episode. Right. Isaac is now about to do that with Rebecca. No, Rebecca is my... Not my wife. I don't remember if he says actually sister since it's his cousin in this case. Um, moving on. <clears throat> And the Lord appeared to him. The Lord appearing? Yeah, I mean, God appeared to Abraham, right? So, like, so, actually appeared. So what you're saying is we have to stop you every three words. Got I it. guess you have to stop me every time I pause and look around. <laughs> <laughs> you keep count. The Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land of which I tell you. Yep. Yeah. This is the thing. I don't remember if he said, don't go down to Egypt, but he did say, dwell in the, the land. The land that I show you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to your offspring, I will give all these lands. Yep, that was another thing. And I will establish the oath that I swore to Abraham, your father. I mean, he just said it. So. Yeah. I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and will give to your offspring all these lands. He just repeated himself from two verses ago. <laughs> and in your offspring, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. I mean, that's also from two verses ago. Yeah, so basically the whole thing, right? Olivia at least had like six or seven. and I mean six, but we're struggling if we're because counting like, the same things over and over yeah, again, yeah, yeah. then yeah. it would be more. Yeah, well, uh, the idea here, though, is like Abraham's story is rehappening, right? Yeah. God's promise was given to Abraham, and now it's being reestablished throughout the next generation. So what you're saying is history is repeating itself. A little too closely, yeah, because we then immediately go into Abimelech. It's like, no, this isn't my wife. Uh, and then poor Abimelech, who might be the same Abimelech, might be a different Abimelech. It's like, why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it could be. I mean, how old does, does Abimelech live to be? Yeah, I mean, it depends. We we don't know. Is don't it Abimelech Jr. or is it time. Abimelech? It, it doesn't seem to clarify if I remember right. Um, but then we're going to get that uh, this whole story is going to happen where he pretends that it's not his, Rebecca's not his wife. Then they're going to settle in the Valley of Gerar and they're going to see some other things happen, builds a well. Uh, but no one quarrels over... No, actually, I think they... Yeah. They quarrel over a well, and then he moves and builds another well. These are all stories that we've kind of come across before so far. So 
it's interesting that we're we're seeing it happen again. And we'll get into that a little bit more next week. But one of the things that I wanted to zoom in here is going to take us a little bit into Romans. Romans is famous for a certain uh, take on Abraham. Anybody remember what it is offhand? No. Abraham is a model of, of faith. Like you're saved by faith because Abraham was saved by faith. Even though he was making his mistakes, Abraham was always faithful to God, always believing in God. And so therefore Abraham becomes an example to us that if we have faith in Jesus, we too are saved by faith. Uh, one of the things that drives me nuts with Romans, though, is a lot of times people are like, okay, so it's just faith. Whatever I think is what gets me saved. If I believe that Jesus was a real person and is God, that's all I got to do. And that's why we, today, like evangelism is all focused on. If I can get people to pray the sinner's prayer so that people will just say Jesus is God and I, I believe he was real and all that. Like, you're good. You're in heaven. Don't worry about anything else. Uh, that's That's all that faith is that's all that christianity is it's it's what you think up here it's not so it's the tract evangelism yeah and it i i mean we're preaching on evangelism at 1208 right now dinner church or sorry we're preaching on romans right now and i've kind of hit this over the head a lot over the last few weeks of like i don't like it when christianity just becomes i believe that jesus existed therefore that's the end of it i'm saved that's just all christianity is so on and so forth um, but the reason that it often gets likened to that is because Paul talks a lot about Abraham. Abraham was saved by faith. He didn't have the law because the law hadn't been given yet. Abraham just like he he believed in God. He followed God and saved by faith. And that's true. That's that's a part of what it means to be a person of faith, right? Is that you have to have your faith in someone, your faith in something uh, other than yourself, that's a huge part of what Christianity is. It's not void of that. Um, but some people would take Paul's, uh, what Paul had to say on Abraham and faith, and they, they took it to like this other extreme, an extreme that I think we have in the church today, where like it seemed like they took it to this point, like, oh, I think the right thing, I'm good, don't worry about anything else, we can go sin however we want, we can go live however we want, as long as we think the right things, we're good. And Paul actually condemned those same people in Romans, who was like, what do you, you slander us, you think that's what we're saying? That's not what we're saying, right? So it's not like uh, saved insurance. Yeah, 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 that's just like, I, I believe I'm good, I'm out, you know, like, do whatever I want anyways. I'm like, good. I have the card, this is my get out of hell free card no. like like it's monopoly that as yeah. long as you have the jail card you can go to jail no problem right right um i think james why was that so funny she's used to those cards she oh, has okay. one in her wallet right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um when we get to james who is jesus's actual brother is who we believe james was James, in his book, is going to write, so some of you think, like, you know, like, you're just saved by, like, what you think, and that's all that matters, and there's no big deal about how you live your life, and there's no action or works to life. It seems to me that James has heard how some people have contorted what Paul said, because Paul, because then James goes on to literally reference Abraham, <laughs> and he says, 
You think Abraham was just saved by like what he believed? No, Abraham had actions. He was willing to sacrifice his son. He was willing to do this for God and this for God. He gives a list. He's like, he's not like, I don't think he's countering what Paul said. I think he's just expanding on it. Like mm -hmm. he, Paul was trying to say like, the faith of Abraham was in God, but it's not just a way of thinking. It's, it's also a way of living, right? And I bring all that up because this is how today's passage ends in Genesis 26, um, 5. Remember, God has just promised Isaac, I'm going to do all this stuff for you. You're going to have all these descendants of promises extended to you. Why? Genesis 26, 5. Because Abraham obeyed my voice, kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. In other words, God wasn't like, <laughs> I'm extending the blessing of, of, of uh, uh, Abraham onto you because, because Abraham believed I was a real person. <laughs> like, if anything, that sounds absurd, doesn't it? Because Abraham literally saw God in person several times. Yeah. Me looking at Casey. Me looking at Olivia. It would sound like insanity. <laughs> For me to like, oh, I don't think Casey's real anymore. Like one day just get to the point of like, I don't really believe that Casey was a real person. I don't believe Olivia was a real person. I think if I went back and watched those Jackson Cloud videos, I would just see Jamin sitting in a room talking to imaginary people because he's like insane. Well, <laughs> right? that is what's happening. Pretty so. much, yeah. It kind of is. I've had a long day and I don't think I can do this right now. <laughs> but like, but like, that would sound like insanity. Mm -hmm. Abraham ran into God in the physical person. form. What? In the person. In the person. In the persons, because it's God. <laughs> three, well, yeah, three. I'm, I'm sure just one of them showed up. Yeah, well, you know, God shows up in person physical, tangible form many times, including when he shows Abraham the land, just as he's now shown up to Isaac, right? The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down there. So like for him to look at Abraham or to look at Isaac and being like, you're saved because you believe that I exist. Like they would be insane <laughs> to say, no, I didn't believe like that. There's more to it. So what you're saying is, the gospel is not Fight Club. The gospel is... Is that what we're calling this uh, episode? <laughs> Olivia's not into it. Well, no, because do you know about the movie Fight Club? Yeah, the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Right, but I mean... So, spoiler alert. <laughs> 20 <laughs> years late. <laughs> so, the two characters, the two main characters, are actually just one. He's imagining both of them. Oh, so, so he doesn't know Fight Club. She didn't know Fight Club. Okay, so, yeah. Like, Tyler Reardon is an imaginary person. I haven't seen Fight Club. So I haven't seen Fight Club either. <laughs> okay, but well. It's been long enough that I know the, the spoilers. <laughs> right, well, so in this case, yeah. Like, if, if it was a Fight Club moment where Jamin thinks he's imagining us, like, that would be very bizarre. Well, I think we think of faith in different 
degrees today, right? What does faith mean to you? Like it's got different definitions. Mm-hmm. One, give me one definition of it. Believing in something. Believing in something. So I believe Jesus is real, that Jesus saved me, right? What else is faith? It's another definition. Um, A common I mean, name. Okay, yeah, it's a name. Well, like being faithful is doing something over and over again. So you show faith. Correct. Right? Uh, faithfulness, faith towards someone else is that I am living out of faith. There's another one too. It's a religion is the way that we use it, right? What faith are you a part of? Well, I'm a part of the Christian faith. So we have our ideals, how we live, fit into that. Like faith is not just mental gymnastics. Right. And that's what has annoyed me so much with the church in the 21st century. Is that evangelism, Christianity, all of it has been watered down to just, are you not an atheist? <laughs> like... Do you, first off, do you believe in God? Okay, now God sent his son. Do you believe in him? Like, this is what we think, that's what faith is, and that's how you get saved. Whereas, the reason God is respecting Isaac is because your dad, Abraham, obeyed my voice, kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Which is all interesting, since commandments, statutes, and laws don't even come around to, like, Deuteronomy. But, like, you see envisioned in this relationship between God and Abraham, like, the reason this promise is upon you is because Abraham, whatever it means to be faith-driven, faith-filled, faithful, is in this obedience to God. And people look at Paul's writing in Romans a lot of times, like, that's not what he was getting at. And I'm like, read the rest of Romans. Like, Paul talks about you being judged by everything you've done even if you are christian like we still all face that ultimate judgment before jesus like it's just instead of being judged by the law we are now judged by the person who is the law the fulfillment of the law jesus himself and uh um he's our king are we allegiance are we allegiant to him are we faithful to him uh when we get to that point, would God look at us like he looked at Abraham and said, did this person obey my voice, keep my charge, and do the things that I said and live the ways that I expected them to live? Like, I think those are, like, just expectations as to what it means to be a person of faith or faithfulness or a part of, of being a God follower. Uh, anyways, I, I, like to, I like to zoom in on passages like that because... I think it's a different paradigm than what Christians are used to hearing today. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do you see the same message or have you seen it? I guess you, I just see go to a youth conference. Everybody gets saved while you're there. You come back. And there's always like those five people who you never saw at church before, but they came with you. They all got saved. As soon as you got back, they just vanished. But and like you never they, saw them again. You never saw them again. Does that mean that they don't believe in Jesus? I wouldn't say it's the case for all of them. Like, I think a seed has been planted for many of them. There's a chance, yeah. yeah. But, like, are they living the faith life? Are Many of us would be fearful on the day of judgment that, like, what you think about Jesus isn't going to, like... It's not the end of the conversation. Yes, like, what else did you do with it? You just never went back to anything after it regardless of what you believed Jesus is graceful he'll deal with it but like 
you it would be fair for us to someone like that be like we have concerns and pause for your current life and we want to invite you to really pursue Jesus Christianity faith because we are nervous that you are not doing that you know that lip service is is not enough and I'm not the judge only Jesus gets to make those calls right so like that's that. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to tell someone that they're in or out. If anything, I consider it grace that, that I might be considered in at the end of all things. That would be great. <laughs> um, but I think when we look at the whole Bible, and that includes here in Genesis 26, we see God calling attention to the fact that Abraham was obedient. And that's part of the reason that the promise is on him. Okay, so any other thoughts? Feel free to push back on me too. I'm still trying to discern like how to say this better. As I've been trying to figure it out while I've been preaching Romans. Any pushbacks? I think it's important to say, because like you said, it is very different than the kind of evangelical... Evangelical. Magical, incantational prayer... To be saved. Right. And like there is something magical about prayer. And like that is respected and something that we need to keep as important. But it's more than just one thing. It's every day. Casey agrees. All right. Well, if that's it, then someone close us out with a prayer. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. Amen. <laughs> what?